0: To the Success After Barber School podcast, where we give advice to new and seasoned barbers on how to reach a six-figure income through training, mentoring, and coaching. If you're new in our industry or old in our industry and are ready to join the top 1% and earning a six-figure income, this is the show for you. Welcome back to the success after. Barber School Podcast. I am your host, Mr. T.I.M. That stands for Time Is Money. Let's get right to it. Today, our guest is Jock Davis. Um, Jock, tell us where you're from, how long you've been a barber, and why and how you started.
1: I'm located out of uh, New Orleans, and I've been a barber now for uh, 30 years. I've been owning my own shop now for 20 years, and I got started in barbering uh, based upon When I was growing up, that was the new, wow, that was the way back then as a young teenager, everybody wanted to learn how to cut hair. So, and then I, and and so I did my mom, she really, that like pushed me into doing it because I really didn't want to be a barber, but she saw something in me that I, right before I graduated school, she just asked me to, did I thought about being a barber? And I told her, no, not really. So that's how I ended up being a barber.
0: That's awesome. In this day and age, after uh, 30 years of being in the business and 20 years of successfully owning your own shop, what motivates you? What keeps you moving forward?
1: Um, what motivates me is, one, I tell people, um, I love the perks of being a bug for anything. Yeah. <laughs> I like the perks, that's, that's what motivates me. Because the best person to network with is the person that's sitting in your chair. Yes. and. The perks of being a barber is like I've ever pay paid full price for anything, and it's like the barber always, uh, always knows and has the hookup on something. Is is the buying and selling, and and then there's the on um, the and it's also the relationship you have with your customers. It's kind of like a family type
0: relationship. Facts, big facts. I love what you just said there. To put that in simple, simple words for you guys, your network. Equals your net worth You're going to hear me say that a lot Over these next 24 episodes And it's just the absolute truth Right We barbers and everything We build a network of people That we share with each other As well as our clients That come through the chair Because you never know Who we're going to meet today That we can introduce To somebody else That's so key in this business Thank you for sharing that with us Jack. I appreciate that These next list of questions Are going to focus on Sales Marketing Operations in regards to how we run our business and then the finance and the bookkeeping part of it. So first question, right? What do you wish everybody understood about our job? I, I hate to even call it a job, about, about the opportunity of being a barber.
1: One, it, it is a respectable profession by starting to become one because people don't think barbering is a real job per se. Um, <laughs> they just i don't know why they don't think that because i guess it's because i don't do the same thing they do is wake up and deal with fighting with the boss or whoever right at the end of the day um it it is a it is the second oldest profession Uh you know and also um it is much needed i mean it's part of your grooming and your health just like no different from brushing your teeth, taking a bath or anything else. So being a barber um, is not about just standing up there cutting hair. You know, it is a, it is a, um, a, um it is an art form of of the profession. Yeah. So but far as the networking part, you know, like I touched on that earlier, it is a good way. You, you have to be a people's person. You know, you have to talk and mingle with people and give them structural advice yeah. about it, about what they're going through. And it's like they look up to you to a certain put it like they value your opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm so again, I'm so glad you touched on that because so many people miss out on that. Like the haircut experience, right? It's not just the haircut. You come there, we end up becoming counselor we become educator, we become motivator. Like I don't know a barber that's worth his salt in the game that isn't hitting those four categories almost every cut. Like before you know it and everything, you've not only made somebody feel good about themselves and look better and everything, but you've given them sound advice that they can apply right now in real life. That makes this world a better place. You know what I'm saying? You never know what somebody may be going through What's going on in between their ears in that moment of life? So, again, thank you, Jock, for those encouraging words to keep these new barbers that's hitting the streets, encourage them moving forward on their journey. Um. Next question. When you first started as a barber, right, what's something that was more challenging than you expected?
1: Hey getting family support. Ah, um, yes. <laughs> to come and get a haircut. Um I ain't gonna lie, like I relied on like immediate family for his cousins, uncles, you know, and people like that. And it was like, uh-uh, you haven't had had like enough experience yet to cut my hair. You need some some more experience. Yeah. And then the second thing was Actually, getting customers because because for the most part, when you know in this game, most people are gonna have their own barber who they've been going to. So I did not know that at the time. I'm thinking that like I cut hair, everybody need a haircut, so in turn, people are gonna just automatically sit in my chair. But but that did not work out as planned.
0: Segway How did you overcome that?
1: I overcame that by not depending on immediate family for as getting haircuts so what I did was I call it guerrilla marketing so what I did was I hit the streets by putting flyers on every single car every event shopping malls movie theaters wherever they had a bundle of amount of um, cars that at one time whether was, they had a concert going on for us at the auditorium while they in a concert I'm putting flyers on every single car all in the supermarket Walmart Whatever Parking lots I'm just Just going hard And And then at the end of the day That's when I just started Building up clientele
0: Okay Perfect segue question One more time right So What do you wish Your younger self Knew about your current role
1: How to manage money
0: Ooh, Talk about it
1: Cause Money don't come with instructions Amen That's something That I, I, That's something That you have to Be taught how to do just because someone give you twenty thousand dollars or you make ten thousand dollars and then with our profession we have to know how to manage money because we get money every day it's not like we have to wait a week or two weeks for for as a paycheck so at the end of the day you got to learn how to save your money and money and manage money because like I said money do not come with instructions at the end of the day you got to be self-taught or you gotta get around people who know how to manage money and ask them questions. And that's why my customers came into play at. They schooled me a lot on how to manage money based upon their job profession.
0: Yeah, that's huge. Hey, I'm gonna break that down just in case anybody missed that, right? Because it took me forever to learn how to manage money. It was like I was always, I had this habit of of uh spinning it before it was literally in my hand. So every time I got paid, I owe somebody some money. You know, eventually I was like, all right, enough is enough. So I stopped doing that. I ended up being broke for like a month. But after that, I started to catch up. And, you know, I caught up because I caught on. Like Jock was saying, pretend like it's not there, right? So we get money daily. Take that money. That means if you got to leave it at home in the sock drawer, you know, or take it and make daily deposits, get a business bank account immediately like the sooner you do that the better it's gonna be for you to be able to manage your money right carry a little bit of cash but pay yourself first put 10% of everything you make away into savings and then from there once you get a nice little nest savings built up go take that money and invest in some so your money can make money for you while you sleep 24 hours a day and just know that that right there is towards retirement like that's for when you decide I'm done barbering because retirement in this day and age isn't an age it's an income it's a dollar amount like do I have enough money to support myself for the rest of my life from this day that I decide I'm retired forward because that's what the goal is right it's not to work for forever it's to enjoy the what fruits of thy labor come on people let's go next question Jock I'm so happy you was able to make it today bro because you got me turned up uh what's something that everyone in your industry should start or stop doing right now?
1: Use your resources, which is your customers. Use them to get you to, to the next level. So are trying to do what you're trying to accomplish because with me, with cutting hair, um, I don't just have a barbershop. I have a barbershop, beauty salon. I have a coffee shop, I have an outdoor venue spot that I rent out. I have a snowball stand and sweet shop. And, and all this spent off from networking with my customers by them putting me in the right position, by me managing my money, saving my money in order to invest in, in that. So I always recommend is that like you have the resources in front of you. You just got to tap into that so that uh, you can use that to your advantage because, just like you said, it's all about residual income. And that's what, and as barbers, I always say we have no excuse to be broke. Period. Really, no.
0: Period. <laughs> None. Right.
1: But we have zero excuse as far as, if we, we, as far as if we are broke. That's because automatically that let me know that you're you not good at managing money.
0: Facts you know what I love uh, again I love the conversation of where it's going you bring me to to a very organic question right when you first got into the business and everything who was your mentor or well, who currently is your mentor industry role model and why
1: my barber teacher she was my mentor like I had a female barber teacher and she was one of these old school barber teachers and honestly when I first went to school I thought I knew how to cut hair I like, really did but Come to find out I ain't know nothing. nothing. Cutting hair because I'm cutting hair on the porch all them years, like because I was cutting hair five years prior to me actually going to barber school. I'm thinking I know how to cut hair, you know, and I went to school, come to find out I ain't know nothing. And she schooled me about the about the industry, but for like unfortunately she had died a few years back. But now what's my mentor now is honestly. These young barbers, they motivate me more than anything because the industry has changed since 20 years ago. So honestly, they are my mentor now. They schooling me now on this new generation of barbering right now. You know, even when it comes down to the marketing part and the networking part, because I tell people, I'm not one of them social media barbers. I'm really not, but I understand we when this new age to where that. You have to do it based upon the customer base and based upon what's out there. So now I'm just starting to really put it out there because I always tell people, I don't need social media to get customers. I don't need that. Like I'm from the old school. I do it the old fashioned way, you know, by, you know, by word of mouth. So at the end of the day, I understand some barbers need it to where that if they don't have social media, they don't know what to do. And then for me, you know, I understand that, you know, that what works for you. So I'm starting to to actually get into that side. And I'm asking these young barbers on how to school me on that.
0: It's so funny because you almost just answered the next question. Where do you self-educate? Like, how do you continue your education? And again, we're talking barbering, marketing, sales, like all of that. You know, how do you continue that education?
1: One, I still go to barber shows on a regular. Just about uh, every month or every three months, I'm at a barber show. And every time I go, I get very much enlightened about the industry, the new tools. I stay up to date with my health clippers. I stay up to date with the latest trends. So, so like I said, and that's based upon the new style of barbering. And that's the new barbering, so that's what gets me motivated and that's what's uh, continue have me going further in the industry
0: hey Jack I'm not sure when I'm gonna make it to New Orleans but when I do I promise I'm gonna look you up bro so I can shake your hand I love everything you've been doing bro real talk
1: where are you located out of what city
0: I'm like you probably heard of Milwaukee Bucks right yes so we're, we're we're shooting in Milwaukee right now but I'm out I'm out of Waukesha like 15 minutes west of uh, Milwaukee but originally from the city though originally from Milwaukee I'm in a suburb right now So, what's been the most influential resource for your career? To Barbara.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, everything, I got to go back to Barbara because if it wasn't for Barbara, I wouldn't have been able to be in a position that I would be in so fast. Let me say that. Right. Barbara got me there even faster because I mean we all know that the barber shop is the source of all incomes so in turn if I need a legal issue I' gotta go seek out a lawyer my customers are lawyers or or judges or anybody else so if I need a record expunge or whatever I'm I'm talking to the direct source yes or if somebody worked fast city hard and I need a permit to go fast I'm, I'm actually cutting the customer that actually works in permanence. So at the end of the day, that's what really got me in position using my resources, who I cut.
0: That's what's up. If you were to write a book today, what would it be about?
1: Honestly, the book would be about how to make money through barbering.
0: I love that. I'm going to need a copy of that. Signed. I'll pay for it, but I need a signed copy of that book. <laughs> So we uh we got we we pushing our last three minutes here. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. One question or thought or comment that you want to share that you wish I would have asked you today. One thing you want to let the young barbers coming out of school know today that you think is a, a major key for them to get.
1: One is you decide how much money you want to make in this industry. You get to um, decide by that. So whatever you do. you you, you want to make. a year. is up to you to to go out there and make that happen. That's what's good about barbering is the way you get to decide how much money you want to make. It's not that somebody dictates to you uh, how much you work. You get to decide that. And that means the way you have to sit down with a plan and figure out how you're going to get to that goal on how much money you want to make. And just how you said earlier, you you save some, spend some. I always was taught, but if you make $1, make sure you save 25 cents of it you live off the 75 cents. So that's what any amount of money you make, make sure you save and reinvest. Don't just save just to go buy nothing that doesn't make you money. Save money that's going to where you can go buy
0: something that's gonna make you more money. Right. Hey, folks, as we come to the end, there's only one thing I wanna add to what he just said. And this is a simple truth that I'm that I've struggled with, but I'm I'm now embracing, right? As a barber, we get into a point and everything where we find ourselves booked from start to finish. And that's a good thing, right? But it also means you're not charging enough. So as you set your price and you decide what it is you wanna make, make sure you also increase Your price, you have to increase that price so that those people that are around you, when they trust what you've built and your other barbers that you have in your business, they will go to them instead of going elsewhere when the price becomes too much for them, because eventually you want to get to a space where you're not breaking your back and dealing with the pain of your body getting older in this business because it will happen. So, again, to keep it simple, right? Make sure you plan for the price increase. How do you know you need to increase your price? Because you're busy start to finish. In the beginning, you'll have gaps in that schedule. You watch everybody around you building their book of business and you'll catch the runoff. But as those people, clients start to get in your chair and now you're the person that's book, built, uh, booked up bell to bell, price increase. Where it'll drop off. Price increases, it builds back up. That'll, that'll be anywhere from a two-year to a three-year rotation do you get those price increases and the people that love your work?
1: Well, right quick, this is how I raise my prices. Every presidential election, I raise my price. Every president. So that's every four years. So that's how I know when to raise my price. Every four years, every presidential election, I raise my price because the reason why I do that is because inflation goes up for every president. So I I raise it up I raise my price every presidential election. So that's every four years I raise my price.
0: How much do you raise? Because that's something we all struggle with. Like, what's too much? What's what's appropriate? What do you raise?
1: I go up $5 on everything that I'm charging none. Of.
0: Got it. All right. I appreciate you, bro. Thanks again for coming on. All
1: right. It sounds good. Thanks.
0: Thank you, sir. Peace. All right. you're new in our industry or old in our industry and are ready to join the top one percent and earning a six-figure income hop on the email list to get updates on the show and live notifications for the newest trends or to be featured on the show as the barber spotlight of the week let's go let's grow